The following is a Tony Lozano podcast, an old pie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. Okay, a warning right at the top here as we start this show. Yeah. Uh, at any moment, there could be some sort of loud noises going on in the background there at your house, right? That's right. We're, we're doing a little bit of a remodel with the kitchen. Exciting stuff. So we've gone from brown to uh, a more French-colored white and green because I think my Can wife... Can we call it green and white? Can we call it green yeah, white? Yeah, sure. Green and white. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, guess, I guess those are the only colors I'd have to get, right? So, um, But yeah, you're right. So, uh, so I think uh, my wife wants to move to France, and so this is her, her kind of her best way of doing it. So it's got kind of that country feel okay in in hanover park if you can kind of get that right. french country feel so uh so yeah. exciting stuff so have uh have some uh provence uh some some provence spices uh, along with your brown sauce this morning <laughs> uh, when yeah. you're having a breakfast and uh that's and right buckle up because it's time for free kicks and now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. And there's one more sound that you should be listening for, and that's the sound of a window closing. There it is. <laughs> it just closed. All right. That is the, uh, the transfer window is now closed, and holy mackerel, was yesterday a busy day. Oh my goodness! Unprecedented, I think, is the word to say. Yeah, the amount of money that was spent is just ridiculous. So I think they were talking about eight hundred and fifteen million pounds <laughs> being spent compared to last year, two hundred ninety-five. So quite a significant increase. And I think this was an interesting stat. You like this? Chelsea, obviously we're talking about a thousand of their signings. Yeah. They spent more money than the combined total of all the clubs in the Bundesliga, <laughs> La Liga, Serie A, and League One. That is obscene. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll talk about them in just a moment. I w I'd like to do this, if you don't mind, uh, in alpha yeah. alphabetical order, uh, just so we... Uh, that's very, German. That's very German of you. That's very, uh, we will do this in alphabetical order. Your papers must will... be in order. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. Uh, maybe I want to do it in unalphabetical. No, no. Hey, this is not oh. how this show rolls. All right. Oh, gosh. We're very formatted. All right. I guess. I guess so. All right. Let's do it. Well, so the first one on the uh, alphabetical list is Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal has brought in a couple of players since we last spoke, and uh, they're big names. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Trossard and uh, Jorginho from yeah. Chelsea going over there. So uh, obviously, Trossard was uh, kind of a little bit earlier, right. got upset with got upset with Brighton and took off. So, and uh, Jorginho was a bit of a surprise. Well, and <laughs> it wasn't too long ago. What was it? Just uh, last year or two years ago, when uh, he was one of the players of the year. Yeah, um, that's right. That's and right. Uh, led uh, Italy to the uh, to the European Cup Championship. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, he was in. The, yeah, he was in the final final three for the for the uh, player of the year. You're absolutely right. And uh, I mean, he's obviously getting a little bit older. Right. And obviously, the new Chelsea signings that they have, he, he was probably uh, dispensable at that point. But uh, still, you know, I think more of a backup for Arsenal as they push on through the rest of the season. Right, because they have Thomas Partey that plays the same position, basically. Um, yeah. And uh, he's a he's a beast. Yeah. <laughs> you know? no, yeah. But I think he, he gets he, he gets injured quite often. So it's it's good to have someone like Jorginho. And, and Trossard, uh, he, he was uh, having a great season um with uh brighton yeah exactly kind of yeah it was weird how it just all kind of flipped um all of a sudden him and the the manager at brighton didn't get along and he was gone it was a weird one yeah well there's a few of those we'll get into we'll get into that here as we keep on going but uh you know you mentioned how much how many millions were spent we had uh, two. It was over six hundred. I think is what I said. Yeah, so a ridiculous amount of money. Well, one hundred million of that mm. went to one guy. Yes, Enzo Fernandez. Now we're we're going alphabetical. So now it's Chelsea's turn. Okay. Um, they if and if I don't mention your team, you guys didn't do squat. <laughs> so <laughs> just bring that up. Exactly. Um, uh, but Chelsea uh, spent $106 million for Enzo Fernandez, who you, if you were watching the World Cup, he had a a very good World Cup, but that's the that's an all-time record signing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the biggest in the Premier League. So, yeah, over $800 million. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah. This is what happens when you get old. You forget what you just said. So $815 million was sent. Um, yeah. Chelsea spent 288 million in January alone, <laughs> which is probably more than most clubs would spend in five years. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, 105 million Fernandez. I mean, he's got all the qualities. 21 years old. Yeah. He's a pit. He's 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 in that pivot. So he's going to replace the Jorginho. What does that mean to some of the other players? What does that mean to Conte and all of these other players that are still there? Yeah. The the, the the biggest issue for Chelsea is how do you deal with all of these players? Because there really wasn't many players that left. Right. That was that's that's the biggest thing. There was a um, rumor that Ziyech was going to PSG, and then that didn't happen. There was some sort of right. paperwork issue. Um, yeah. But you know, I wouldn't want to be one of these uh, these players at Chelsea. There, there's going to be some unhappiness there. Yeah, it's going to be really, really difficult for the manager to to be able to deal with all these egos. Like you said, we had Mudrik who who signed earlier for eighty million. Um, you, I mean, there's so many different. We've um, got some of the younger strikers. While Felix came over, obviously he's on loan. Right, but you've got he's all also of these on suspension. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think he's, yeah. Uh, Badashiel from France, also thirty-five. I mean, it's just it, it goes on and on. All of these players. Um, it's hard to keep track, and <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be difficult for the manager, for the management to keep track of all of the players. Well, it's going to get to this point, Adam, where you're going to you're going to wonder who's in the starting lineup, but you're also going to wonder who's on the bench, and there are yeah. going to be players that don't make it on the bench. That's right. That's how many yeah, players exactly. they have. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you when you th- and you, I think I, I read this, and this is probably the best way. Chelsea are now as 
in terms of spending, they're like the Real Madrid. <laughs> That's what they want to become. And there were some discussions there about they want to be that big in right. terms of spending money, getting the players that they want. And they've certainly done that in a, in, in, in massive force in this transfer window. There's right. no question. And they're in 10th place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> All right. Let's go to another uh, club, and that is Leeds, uh, which yeah. is now becoming – it should be uh, America's favorite team, wouldn't you say? That's right. Yeah, Leeds United States of America is what it's going to be because, yeah, another American I love coming it. over. Yeah, this is great. So, obviously, that's going to help with people tuning in. But uh, Weston McKinney coming over. From Juventus, uh, big move for him, uh, exciting move for him. So you basically got, you know, three of the key players from the United States playing on that Leeds team. So that's exciting for them. And they're all starters, right? You'd say mm-hmm. that for sure they're all starters. Um, and they're playing together, which is a great thing for the national team because, you know, once once you're playing club team together, you, you develop a – kind of an unspoken language uh, that you can carry on on the field. And yeah. you've got, and these are the key players for uh, USA going forward because you've got Tyler <laughs> Adams, you've got uh, Aronson, and, and uh, now McKinney. Yeah, exactly. All big-time players for the U.S. for the future. And, uh, yeah, exciting that they're playing together. And maybe the future that... American coach, too. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Maybe he can do both. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe do a bit of Leeds, a bit of the United States. I mean, the nice thing is he's working with these players on a day-to-day business. Uh, uh, so that's only going to help right. U.S. in the long run, for sure. So uh, they're still in the danger zone, but let's uh, let's let's root for Leeds uh, here in America. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Now, Manchester City is a different story. In years past, Manchester City was the team that everyone was going like, really? another signing another one this year they didn't really sign any big names but they did lose a, a big player and talk about yeah. what happened there yeah so Cancelo uh, it was a really a strange situation and I, I know he didn't have a great world cup uh was was okay but obviously last year was a key player for for Manchester City and then all of a sudden had you know kind of stopped playing there must have been something that took place between him and Pep. And then before you know it, he's out the door. So uh, they got rid of him pretty quick. And I think Pep's very much like that. In fact, that uh, if things aren't going well, he'll get rid of you. And yeah. uh, that's exactly what happened. Well, he went signed with Bayern Munich. So that's right. they don't really sign scraps, right? So Yes, uh, you know that this is that there there had to be some sort of a personality conflict there. I, I think so, I, and, and it is a loan deal right now, right? But with the option for them to buy, so and I think that's what will end up happening. I don't think he's going to be coming back anytime soon. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so the other team in Manchester, Manchester United, they uh, announced yesterday that uh, Ericsson is going to be out for four mm. months which yeah, is a, a huge one. loss because he really had been one of the driving forces in their resurgence. So they had to go out and get somebody, and they got uh, Marcel Sabitzer uh, from Bayern Munich. Yeah. Um, he is not nearly the caliber of player that Ericsson is, but he's probably no. he's better than your McTominay's and, and Fred's that they have there. Now. Yeah, I 
Yeah, exactly. I, I think he's going to add a little bit more depth. Obviously, he's a little bit older, 28. Yeah. Another loan signing with the potential of of maybe uh, you know a further situation where he sticks around. But uh, yeah, he's Austri- I believe he's Austrian, correct? He's an yes. Austrian yes. Uh, midfielder. You know, I know Austria and Germany are pretty much the same thing. I know you told <laughs> me that before, uh, but um, but he, you know, I think he's just there for more backup. Ericsson's out. We need another player just in case. Um, right. So, kind of holding the holding the place for for Ericsson because, like you said, he's he's certainly not in the same category in terms of Ericsson in terms of creativity and what he what he's done because really Ericsson's been one of the main players. Him and him and Casemiro have been the two main players that have really helped kind of um, you know sort out Manchester United for sure. Sabitzer is the he is the star of the Austrian team. Yeah, um, no question. He 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 has uh, some some good quality uh, without question. But if you're a Manchester United fan and you're bringing in a guy from Bayern Munich, you you may have yeah. some memories of uh, of uh, Schweinsteiger uh, coming right, there. Austin. That didn't work out so well at Manchester United. So hopefully this works out better for them. Yeah, I agree. All right, Newcastle. Uh, this was kind of an interesting sign. Now, you Newcastle's one of those teams that has unlimited uh, finances. Uh, yes. Chose to go a different direction than the uh, folks at uh, Chelsea. Uh, but they got Anthony Gordon from Everton, who uh, last time I watched Everton is their only good player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. he, he's, <laughs> he's young and very good. Um, you know, he was. I, I was following the Everton Twitter a fair bit. He was getting a little bit of grief concerning him leaving at such a you know a dire time for the Everton team. Obviously, right. they're in the bottom three, struggling. So you know, you, you're jumping ship. You've started with the team, but ultimately, he's got to do what's best for himself. And uh, so right. that's exactly what he did. He signed with a team that's on the up and up, currently third place, just got themselves into a final, which is amazing. They're in the Carabao Cup yes. final. Um, so that's the first final they've been in in a long time, probably since uh, since Alan Shearer's back. And my good friend uh, Gary, you know Gary, he's, he's planning on going over for that game. Is so he really? He's like, yeah, he's like, I don't know if there's ever going to be another time when uh, Newcastle's going to be in a final. So I'm going to yeah. do it before before, <laughs> before I die. So he's trying to make it work to get over there for the final. So, But, uh, yeah, it should be exciting for them. Well, that's a good – I think he, Gordon is a good pickup for them because he's, he's young. He's got uh, pace. That's yeah. that's how you say it over there. He's got pace. Yeah. We say speed exactly. here, but uh, that's the same, same thing. Um, yeah. He is uh, – he's a good player. So you know, add it to that mix of players that they have there at Newcastle. We'll see how that works out. I agree. I Newcastle agree. is definitely on the way up, and that's mm-hmm. if you're a Newcastle fan, that's uh, that's just great news. All right, let's talk about Nottingham Forest because uh, other than Chelsea, it, se- it seems like they made the most moves. Yeah, they are apparently serious about staying in the Premier League. They brought in. Uh, Chris Wood, uh, a striker. They brought in Navas, the the goalie, who's you know one of the best in the world. Um, yeah. uh, Felipe. They brought in uh, John Joe Shelby uh, mm-hmm. from Newcastle, um, who hadn't been playing much, but is a uh, a veteran, uh, one of those guys that you can count on. Um, 
What do you think about the, their moves? Yeah, I think all solid signings. I think they all they could all definitely help. I think Chris Wood is obviously the striker. I mean, Wood and Shelby both coming in from Newcastle. Chris Wood was a player that Newcastle signed to fill a, a, a gap last year. Right. And you could kind of see it was just almost a temporary one. Um, and now he's moved over. And John Joe Shelby, for it, he just can't get in a, in a good Newcastle team. Uh, but like you said, he's a veteran player in terms of the Premier League. So he's going to bring a bit of quality. I know he's a very good player. I think sometimes he has to deal with, you know, he's maybe uh, got his own opinion on certain things sometimes. Right. And yeah. that maybe <laughs> that might hurt him occasionally. And that's yeah. probably why he's jumped around to so many clubs. He's a bit outspoken. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yes, that's probably a good way to say it. Right. Uh, but Navas is is more of a player to bring in because Henderson is injured. He's got right. a thigh injury. So that was a player that would come in and obviously a huge quality goalkeeper to be able to bring in. Uh, right. So, yeah, I think it's a, it's a, it's a good group of, of, of players that they brought in to hopefully push them up the table, you know they're 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 moving up. You yep. know, they're in thirteenth spot, so they've you know, unbeaten in their last three games. So they've got a good chance of staying up for sure. They do. All right, then uh, let's talk about your favorite team, Tottenham. Yeah, uh, they brought in uh, Pedro Porro from Sporting Lisbon. They had a couple of players that they brought up. No, no real big names, though. I think it's safe mm-hmm. to say. And they lost Matt Doherty. Uh, your thoughts yeah. on uh, on Tottenham's moves? Yeah, I don't know too much about Poro. I think he's obviously been playing in the Portuguese league. If I if I'm correct in saying that, uh, I, I think he's a decent signing. Um, I think uh, again, I don't know how much of an impact he's going to make. Doherty was kind of in and out of the side most of the time. I don't right. think he was um, a massive uh, favorite of Conte in terms of how he was playing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't think there's there's not much there to hopefully help them. I mean, they're definitely playing better recently, uh, but we'll see see if these guys are able to impact. You know, I was watching them uh, recently. It uh, must have been an FA Cup game or something. Yeah, that's right, this past weekend, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the announcers were talking about how the coach – Conte has is has refused to sign a uh, an extension, mm. and that he looks like he's not really into it anymore. You know how he's a very uh, fiery, run up and down the sidelines kind of guy normally. Um, apparently, he is not like that anymore. So I, I don't know. That's something to keep an eye on. Uh, yeah, certainly. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he's he's frustrated. There's no question about it. Right, right. All right, West Ham. Uh, a team that is uh, in danger of going down uh, has had a lot of trouble getting goals in the back of the net. They bring in Danny mm-hmm. Ings um, yeah, I think from Aston yeah. Villa, right? Yeah, I think it's a good signing for them, Me type too. of player that they need. <laughs> the elderly. Uh, I was listening to somebody, I think, on a podcast, and he's a West Ham fan, and they were talking about, you know, they were excited about him coming in, but they're also concerned about him getting injured. I guess he played 20 minutes the other day and got injured already. So he's yeah. already out. So that's always the problem. I think he's he's been a player that struggled considerably with injuries. Right. Um, but but when healthy. When healthy. But when healthy, yeah, can score goals. Yep. And that's what you need. Uh, you need goals to stay up in this league. 
So I think that's that's definitely going to help them. Uh, they've obviously moved out of the bottom three with the big win uh, the other week. Uh, right. But, yeah, he, he's going to give them some depth. I mean, they've still got Bowen. They've still got Antonio. They've got players who can score goals, but it's been a bit infrequent this year. There's too much quality on that West Ham team for them to go down. Uh, it's, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I think uh, Ings will give them the depth they need up front. All right. Now, if I didn't mention your team... Uh, it's because they didn't really do much. And, you know, as a Liverpool right. fan, I'm I'm not happy. Manchester City, uh, probably not happy. But the team yep. that, in my mind, the fans have just got to be livid is Everton. Yeah. At Everton, yeah. You, you fired your coach. You've, you're down uh, in the very bottom of the league. And this is your one chance. You lose your only good player. You bring in no one. It's like you're saying, "All right, let's just go to the championship and see what happens down there." Yeah, it's tough. I mean, they got a new manager in Sean Dyke, which is yeah. good. You know, he's, he's. I think he's definitely going to organize them and get them into a position where they're going to fight. But again, he, you know, he got Burnley relegated last year, yeah. so um, so that was the tough thing. Uh, can he do enough to keep him up? I just don't know. He's got a, a lot of work to do with the current players. And like we talked about, he's lost arguably his best player in Anthony Gordon, his youngest best player. Yeah. So he, he's going to have some serious work to do to kind of keep him up. And that bottom three, you know, in Bournemouth, Everton and Southampton, I haven't seen much from any of those three right. in the in the transfers to to get them to a point where they can hopefully stay up. So. Right. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, and, and, you know, Dyke is he's pretty good at uh, working with teams that don't have a ton of talent. Exactly. He did that with Burnley. Yeah. They'll be very direct in their play. They'll be all about getting a result. Uh, I think he could be very positive in terms of what they're doing. So uh, I hope, I wish him all the, all the success he can get especially with that team he's got some he's got players there's no question he's definitely got a more talented squad than what he had at Burnley right and he kept Bur- kept Burnley up for quite a few seasons but this is going to be a monumental task especially because the Everton fans expect so much from their team right all right free kicks is brought to you by the Illinois Youth Soccer Association Illinois Youth Soccer is proudly serving the Illinois soccer community since 1975 and has a strong history of credibility. Illinois Youth Soccer is one of the Illinois' largest youth sports organizations. Illinois Youth Soccer is a non-profit corporation, official state association of U.S. Soccer Federation, and official state association and charter member of U.S. Youth Soccer, as well as administering U.S. Soccer Federation coaching programs, the Olympic Development Program, and the U.S. Soccer Federation Referee Programs. For more information, go to IllinoisYouthSoccer.org. All right, and those things are starting to settle down a little bit now uh, in the office there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, always always got something happening. You know, we've, we've probably loaded up on some courses to help uh, coaches get prepared for their spring season, so we're, we're busy with those. Um starting to transition into some newer courses with our C's and our D's happening. And then our Olympic development program is nearing the end. We just finished all of our trainings. 
players have, are being selected for different events. So we've got some games, which is exciting for those players to play. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's all go as as per usual. Looking forward to the summer and looking forward to the the better weather. Hopefully, to come out soon, and then we'll be starting our, our state cup series with with all of our teams. So um, just keeps on going around, right? You keep yeah. on doing what you're doing, and uh, we're excited for all of the different things that we've got coming up. And one thing that I wanted to mention for anybody listening, especially if you're a director of coaching. Uh, and I mentioned this in our previous Coach Connection. We've got a uh, Director of Coaching course that we're going to be hosting in August. So you, uh, that's a U.S. soccer license that you would receive. A great course. Recently took it, went through that process, and um, looking forward to bringing that to our, our members in the fall. So if you're a Director of Coaching with at least a B license, this could be a course for you. Okay. Something to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, time for another feature on the show. Time now to guess the Premier League star. Now, if you'll remember last week, Adam, uh, you guessed yeah. it after two clues, and then you taunted me and said that I make it <laughs> too easy. Yeah, so yeah. buckle up, my All friend. All right, here, we, here All right. we go. All right. Uh, this week's uh, guess the Premier League star is 26 years old. Okay. Okay. Now, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Is this a player that has played in the Premier League? Yes. Or is it a player that's just joined the Premier League? No, no, he's he's played. Okay, all right. All right. Wanted to make sure. Okay, so there you go. So all the new signings, out. Yeah, he's not one of the new signings. Gotcha. Um, he has played professionally in three countries, his home country, okay. the Netherlands, and England. Okay, three countries. And he plays for his national team, but they did not make it into the World Cup this year. Okay. Or last year. Um, his last name is the same as a former NFL quarterback and current NFL commentator. Okay. That's for okay. our American listeners. All right. Uh, you want to guess? Okay. Um, I'm just thinking. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm going back to your your process here. So uh-huh. I'm just I'm just thinking about who it could be. Now, if I remember, I'm trying You're to stalling. think if there was any. Stalling. Yeah, I'm, I'm stalling <laughs> a little bit. I'm thinking of quarterbacks. I'm thinking of the last quarterback. So uh, this is not the, a this is not someone that is a uh, like a household name. <laughs> So I'll tell you that. Uh, he is a center back. How about that? So he's a center back. Okay. And I'm going to give All you right. the hint that will help you. You ready? Yeah. His Premier League team has famously never won a big trophy. Okay. All right. So obviously he's playing with Newcastle United. No. It's a team that you often malign. <laughs> okay. All right. So he's playing with Spurs, uh-huh. is my guess. That is correct. Um, and I'm, I'm, I don't know why I have in my head. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of NFL commentators and the last names of who they are. 
that makes it that's what makes it really difficult because I'm like, who the heck would be okay. these guys who <laughs> commentate the game? So I'm just trying to trying to think about who that would be. Well, his it, I mean his home country's name, his home country's name comes from a famous explorer. One of the great explorers of the uh, 1500s and 1400s. Wow! Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, you, 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 you yeah. definitely raised the bar on this one. You know, when I think about when I think about who it could well be. Um, wow! This is. Uh, he wears I, number six as a center back. Okay, so I and I. I I'm trying to think, and he this guy's a commentator. So Sanchez, Dave, Dave, Davison Sanchez from Colombia. Is that who we who we're that's thinking a, that's of? That's who it is. Mark Sanchez okay. is the quarterback. Uh, who oh, see, a, yeah. I, <laughs> see, if I, I for whatever reason, when you said commentator, I had Tony Romo on my head. Yeah. So that was why I was thinking. I'm like, is there a Romo that plays in the Premier League? I couldn't really think of. Yeah. And then there was a Romero, which was close to Romo, but it's not the same, obviously. It's but, that uh, it's that Eastern Illinois bias. I know exactly. Yeah. I kind of just leaned straight towards Tony Romo. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, but uh, yeah. Uh, you know, Davidson I'll tell you something Sanchez. about Tony Romo. Yeah. Uh, we were watching the the playoffs last weekend with my yeah. wife and I. And uh, she's like, boy, this guy's really good. Who's this announcer? And she thought that he was from Chicago. But I think he's from uh, Wisconsin originally. That's right. Grew, yeah. up, grew up in Wisconsin. Yeah. He uh, he was actually a walk-on at Eastern. I don't know if people knew that. <laughs> was he really? Wow. Yeah. 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 He was a walk-on. Super nice guy. I mean, it was... He was the he was the type of guy because I was there when he was a student. That's how old I am. Wow! So because I was coaching and obviously got to to see him play a little bit, and you could tell it's something special. And I always remember a story. One of my former players sent me a note after one of the seasons. Hey, it looks like you're having a good year. Da, da, da. And he appreciated everything that I did. But he went on and talked a little bit about how he worked would always putting extra work in the field house afterwards to to improve his ability and that's why i think he had a good season and you know who you would see there every single night tony, tony romo cool that's what it is kids yeah. you've got to work that extra work. bit yeah do mm -hmm. a little bit extra a little bit of extra time on your own obviously you want to be playing games but that extra time on its own is is definitely gonna help you but uh and he turned out okay yeah and uh yeah pretty good Hard work always pays off. You must work hard. That's what <laughs> I was taught that my whole life. All right, time for our last feature. Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. Okay, lots of good games coming up this weekend. Who should we not miss? Yeah, so so the game, so we obviously we had the weekend off with all of the FA Cup games that took place. Uh, my team Chelsea didn't play, but they so they get they get the season kicked off with a derby. Everybody loves a derby, a Chelsea derby. Fulham on Friday. So that should be a good one to watch two o'clock in the afternoon. So sit by your computer at work and watch that one. But yeah, it's some decent games. You've got Newcastle West Ham and you might see some new signings there. Obviously, uh, we probably want to watch the new signings of Forest and Leeds with Wes McKinney. 
But really, the Sunday game, I think, is what you need to watch. You've got to watch the Tottenham Hotspurs against Manchester City. It's a 10.30 kickoff. Should be a really good game. Obviously, Tottenham is is moving up the table a little bit in fifth place, just right behind, trying to get into that top four. Manchester City trying to get closer to Arsenal, uh, although they've got it, they're a game behind. But uh, that's the game for to watch. I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, definitely watch it. Ten thirty kickoff Sunday. That should work for your uh, schedule, shouldn't it, Rick? Yeah, I can do that. I'll be watching okay. uh, uh, this week's Premier League star, uh, Davison Sanchez, playing. Uh, <laughs> exactly. In the, in the watch. Watching, watching the star and then uh, see how Man City deals with that Pancelo. So there you <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah, usually uh, Sanchez is good for a yellow card too. So that's just something to keep an eye out for. Uh, Free Kicks is brought to you by Green White Soccer. 67 years of uh, soccer excellence. Green White provides a great travel soccer, soccer program for kids of all ages. Also an excellent uh, color selection for your new kitchen. Uh, led by former <laughs> World Cup player and coach Mustafa Edders, go to greenwhitesoccer.org. All right, special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opie is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H-Shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Free Kicks. The preceding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?